Oh, you know it's getting late. You know, you know John's getting tired when he's handing out compliments. Stop I, I it. Yes. It, so I don't care. You know, you know John's official title, Dick of the Show. No, that's... <laughs> I have not once said, all right, let's wrap it up. Except for that one time before we started. You're listening to PHP Ugly episode 134.1.1. I'm your host, Tom Rideout. With me, as always, my co-host, Eric Van Johnson. Good to see you, Thomas. Really happy to be here. Nice to see you Having a great time. And our occasional guest and co-host, John Congdon. Still occasional. I've been here for like an hour now, trying to get this up and running. (laughs) It's only been a half an hour. Uh, 45 ish minutes. We we just started. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> All right, I, I, I will repeat what I've said two other times before now because we're going to edit this post in YouTube. We are trying a new streaming configuration using OBS. And it's going uh, great. So we've, we've run into a few glitches, much like we did last week. Uh, the people listening to us live have been a huge help. If you want to listen to us live and actually participate in the show, now you can. If you look right above me, our Discord chat is streaming live with our show now. So as people are talking in our Discord channel, you're seeing what's being talked about. This could be bad. naughty words and stuff. <laughs> could be really bad. If you're, if you're wondering how to get to our Discord, if you look over Thomas's head over here, look over Thomas's head, that is our Discord link. And uh, you just go in there, and uh, the the thing that's being streamed is our general chat, so just feel free to pop into general chat. Now, why would you not make that an easier short URL than having to type in all those characters? That's that's a Discord URL. I have no control over that. But you could put a bit.ly link, bit.ly slash phpugly or something. Anyways, there's the Discord link over there if you want it. Uh, Again... We are, if you're listening to the podcast, the audio version of the podcast, we're adding some pizzazz to the live stream now. So we have, that's what's caused all these headaches. Uh, We've been trying to bring more to the table so that if you want to watch it, watch the stream, there's stuff to to watch. We're going to share browsers and things that we're talking about. So uh, feel free to subscribe to our YouTube channel. What did you say? Smash the like button. Smash get the like bell button. notifications and do all those things all those YouTubers tell you to do. And I guess good things will come your way. <sighs> With that said. I'm done. You guys take over the rest of the show. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm finished. And look, I, I prepared this week. I, I poured a beer beforehand. So I, I prepared too. I got a nice little bubbly water. Yeah. I prepared. I have two, yeah, well, good. one and a half good now, bottles of IPA. <laughs> okay. So first off, happy post Merry Christmas, everybody. We didn't really well, talk about the by, the by the time this comes out, it's also going to be post New Year's too. So happy 2019. You don't know that. I could I could get this edited out in like five days. Unusual. Time frame. I'll tell you what. I um did the thing where I I stripped the audio from YouTube last week and uh, 
people replied they're like the, that the quality wasn't that bad i mean you know we miss the 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 occasion when we need to like silence one stream because there's background noise or a kid crying or something like that but fortunately we didn't have that issue last week so it was actually not not that difficult i just i just stripped the uh, whole thing and from youtube and ran it through audacity and yeah it was great Awesome. Thomas, you asked about Christmas since Eric keeps rambling on about Yes. How was everyone's how was everyone's Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Eric, I love you. You know that. Uh, I don't believe you. Christmas for me was both great and not so great. But that's the beauty what of having was- a four and a two year old. They <laughs> You you forget how uh, how selfish is the wrong word. How selfish young kids can be. Yeah, <laughs> it's there's nothing. Nothing is enough. It's is there more? Is there more? It's like just you've got something that you can play with now. Go go play. You no, gotta there's break no more. Them. You got to break them of that fast because I'm dealing with that too, and it's driving me insane. Yeah, and it's hard because the. Uh, we went over to my in-laws house for for Christmas and there's always it's chaos there's so many people so many gifts and it just leads right into that with the whole is there more what else can i open another just slow down kid <laughs> you've got plenty yeah see I, I don't have that problem anymore my kids are are 20 and yeah, they're just they just want to get done. They 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 want to exchange gifts and and move on. They have things to do that day. So, yeah, I, I kind of miss it. You you need to embrace it as long as you have it. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I have to say. Because yeah. when it's gone, it, it it hurts when it's gone, man. I, I mean, it, it's it, it is hurts. super awesome seeing like the the interaction between the boys. First of all, is amazing. We, they do a really good job as far as sharing their toys. Uh, they do a really good job of. When you're done with that, mate, can I have a turn? Which is great. And I always tell them, when the, when the other one says no, it's nope. The answer is always yes to that question. <laughs> there will be a time when you're not <laughs> when you're not using that. When you're not using it, you share it. Uh, so that part was great. Uh, watching the watching them understand the, the the whole Christmas theme and being excited about it is so much fun. Yeah, and Thomas. Yeah, how about you? T- you're in the mi- you're in the middle. I uh, didn't have kids for Christmas, and that was oh, the yeah. greatest gift of all. <laughs> That's right. You took the week <laughs> off. How much work did you do? None. I have done no work. I have been off my computer. I've been hanging out and spending a lot of time with my wife, and it's been uh, fantastic. Uh occasionally dealing with chaos from the kids calling and texting about which present they want and if it's there yet and if we got it yet did we get it did you get it did you mom talk about it have you gotten it yet and uh so that's been fun but though they're there they're with their biological dad and their grandparents and uh they're having a grand old time in california while i am uh, doing all of my Christmas shopping during the post-Christmas sales. So that's been <laughs> super cool. Uh, it turns out that there's these pop-up stores in the malls now, 
that are just for Christmas. And the, the days following Christmas, everything is 50% off. The whole store. So right, we just they have went, to get out of there. Yeah, we just went crazy in there today and got so much stuff and w- way too much stuff. So basically and, you spent the same you would have, you just got more of it, more crap. Yeah. 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 Which, for for where my kids are right now, that's perfectly fine. Because my kids are in the uh, ironically cool phase of life where we can get them <laughs> Minions stuff and Transformers and Power Rangers, and they think it's hilarious because it's so uncool. So they're deep into that zone. They're they're way into that. Uh, we got them tons of just Clarence cut discount every cent off that they wanted to get rid of it. And it, uh, it worked out well. Although I'm I'm very sore. Spending four hours in the mall is not what I had expected it to be. <laughs> what did you expect four hours in the mall to be? I didn't expect did you... to go to the mall for four hours, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> I just hadn't thought about it at all. I'm surprised you weren't a little altered going to the mall for four hours. A couple no, of days on the way. They, they keep the... They keep them all at some early hours, so I'd have to st- I'd have to start at like brunch and just get really mimosa up for that you, to work. Well, you're on vacation, so that's okay. That's yeah, the way so I, I wake up it. at so oh. I wake up at noon. Yeah, and then we go wake out to up, brunch. Couple at mimosas. Two. What's wrong with that? I'm still well, confused on where the problem's at. We already did that three times this week, and we're trying to lay a little bit lower. Uh, but it's been fun. the truth fun. comes out. See, I had to drag it out of you to get the answer. Yeah. Yeah, not having kids has been uh, a uh, a real boon to the Coors Light industry. <laughs> or the IP, <laughs> the craft beer industry. <laughs> it's, been, it's been nice, but it'll be good to have them back. They're only gone for one week instead of... Like when my wife didn't leave me for a month, so mm-hmm. didn't in quotes. I saw that. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't leave. My <laughs> wife didn't leave me. That's entirely Eric's manufacturing. Uh, and mm-hmm. he's—I I don't know—I don't know what Eric is doing with OBS now. He's just going crazy on the screens. You have to I'm stop fi- watching it. Yeah, you can't watch it. I'm flipping. I'm fixing a few screens that that I haven't gotten yet. So, so what I, about I, you, Eric? Well, we Eric's already talked. Let, let him. That's let true. Him, let him. Let him take a break. Let him calm yeah, down a little bit. <laughs> so, while doing show prep, I noticed that our friend Michael Dorinda, who's currently in our Discord channel, had a very interesting tweet that was fun. So let's play this game. There was. A a tweet. Uh, quote this tweet with your top three personal comp- accomplishments of 2018. Oh God! And, and Michael Grinders was one. He became a dad, which is a pretty good accomplishment. That's easy to do. What are you talking about? Uh, hosted a conference. Hey, that's we're on the same wavelength there. Done that. Whatever. So, next. And 
Increase my four core one RM, one RM list. See, I didn't understand that one, Michael. You got to explain that to me. What's it say? Increased my what? increased my four core one RM lifts. I don't know oh, what that it's means. Weight, it's the weightlifting. Yeah. Okay, what? It's a bench. What is one RM? Oh, one arm, one RM. I don't get it. How do you know, know this? Yeah. Have you have you noticed how grumpy Santa is right now, John? No. Just he just seems very angry at everything now that Christmas is over. The stream's not working. It doesn't get all the chances he wants to talk. One rep max. Oh, I got so weights for four, Christmas. What is the what is the four? Core? All right, so, so oh, deadlifts, bench, shoulder press, and squat. All right, so listen. All right, so awesome. I put the challenge Congrats. out. All right, what 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 was your three uh, three accomplishments, Thomas? Go twenty eighteen. Let's start with John. Start with me. I asked a question, <laughs> and then somehow Eric turned it into his question. Let's That's start with fair. Eric. Me uh, hosted a conference. I liked his there. That was awesome. Um, because that took a lot of work and a lot of time. Uh. Had a heart attack. That was a big accomplishment, and cha- changed my completely changed my lifestyle. Huge accomplishment. Lost almost twenty five pounds now. That's a great accomplishment. I'll remove the heart attack one because that sucked. But losing a lot of weight, I'm happy with that. I'm playing ultimate way better than I ever have now because of it. I'm in a good mood. What can I say? You think about right. quitting programming and going pro? No. All right, Tom, it's your turn. Uh, I went to a conference, which for me is a big deal. Getting getting myself out of the house and moving, big deal. Um, I've been developing my relationship with my kids. Uh, it's been difficult, but I think things are improving. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm taking uh, a lot more responsibility... As a husband should around the house, doing the basic tasks that a person is supposed to know that they're supposed to do, but doesn't do. I'm I'm in the same boat there with you, and I'm trying to do the same thing. I'm getting good at it. It's, Can you give uh, me some tips, some some pointers? <laughs> well, I'll give you I'll give you the same pointer I gave my kids, which is if you see something that needs to get cleaned up or taken care of, just take care of it the moment you see it. Yeah, I'm. No, I'm right there with you. I'm learning that one myself. Yeah, that's that's the hard one for me. Uh, working out is is a motivation issue. I, I don't know how to build that motivation up in myself. Uh, that that's a you have to somehow challenge yourself and just do it for a short amount of time and then make it. It'll become a habit. Yeah, I'm working on I'm working on building a lot of. Uh, beneficial habits i would say that my my big accomplishments are my large collection of habits that i'm working on all right eric your turn wave php as well (laughs) what's that what'd you accomplish eric oh stole a vespa uh... i mean that's a pretty good one (laughs) (laughs) that's a got away with stealing a vespa apparently yeah um, I don't know. I mean, again, the, the hosting conference was huge for me. Um, in, in all real, 
all honesty, I, I really I really did most of the hosting. John just took credit for it. So yeah, uh, there's that. No, um, I don't know. I, I think establishing the new Diego Dev offices, I, I've taken a lot more pride in that and appreciation in that than I thought I would. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I'm really enjoying the new offices we're, we're, we've put together. Um, that that I think is creeping up near the top of my list. Uh, I did some traveling this year, um, went some places uh, that I had no no excuse to go except I wanted to be there. Uh, Vancouver yeah, was... Ladies' the, Room yeah. does not count. <laughs> um, I went up to Vancouver. I, I got to visit uh, with uh, some friends, Sean from Lara Chat, uh, Kaylin, uh, who works with us at Diego Dev. Uh, went up there with the wife, and we just did... Husband and wife stuff up there. Um, Whoa, no TMI. TMI. Just and, calm uh, down. Calm down, killer. So that was nice. Um, and, and we did some other traveling this year as well. So it, it was nice to, to do that. Uh, I think that was it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty pretty chill. Pretty chill year for me, I think, pretty much. That's good. So I- any... Uh, Big plans for 2019. Any goals? Does anybody have any goals for 2019? I want to. I want to build my a site. I want to build something for myself. Um, you know, I, I work for a company producing essentially one product all day, every day. Mm-hmm. I have lots of ideas, but I keep getting these blockers that. <clears throat> that I can't overcome because I don't have the willpower or patience to, to overcome them. And I need to get something done this year. I need to, I need a SAS or some kind of service site that I can make money off of. Fair enough. John, any, any plans for 2019? Wave PHP. Oh, is this the announcement? That's a, no, it's not a big announcement. Not Not an official announcement, but we, we we're putting work in putting work towards it. We set some milestones today and so I mean I think we've we've announced that we're doing it. I, mean, yeah. I don't think that's a secret. It's just we don't have yeah. we don't have contract signed, so we can't announce dates until we have something secured. That seems kind of silly and to do. Honestly, we're gonna we're we're doing things a little differently this year in the sense that we're trying to we're gonna need a secure sponsorship as well as well i mean we're not going to be able to just say we're doing this irregardless i mean last year diego dev flipped the bill for 90 percent of that conference and diego dev isn't in a position to do that again so so i mean there there are some there are some factors involved and sponsorship will be one of those sorry john didn't mean to cut you off (laughs) no No, uh... i i missed a uh I missed a an accomplishment is I made it to Diamond Three on Rocket League. And I'd be I'd be is. very Don't happy care. to reach champion not, by next year. Not important. Go on, John. What have you what do you uh, have planned? Diamond three, that's crazy. I can't even make it out of bronze two. Just saying Because it's, they're not real things, that's why. They're not real. So <laughs> they're very real to us. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah. So looking forward to wait, to wave PHP getting that up and running. Uh, more work on mission control, getting that 
more traction. That is at getmissioncontrol.io, in case you're wondering. Would that be would that be getmissioncontrol.io? Yes, that John? one. That one. Uh, so would, uh, like we we've started yeah. setting some milestones for that and hoping to to make some accomplishments there. Uh, overall, I'm, and traveling, I have already some dates set aside with my family to do some traveling, and looking forward to that. So, I think it's going to be a great year. Yeah. yeah, I think Mission Control is going to be one of my big targets for this year. I really want to start to build that up, and uh, as I was saying to some people in Discord. You know, with it being our product and stuff, I'm looking to maybe even do some live coding and streaming and, you know, sharing and and what we do with Mission Control. I like the whole transparency and giving some people some insight. But, um, yeah, I think Mission Control will be a big one for me in 2019 and see what we can make of that. Uh, speaking of live coding, I shared with you earlier, Eric, uh, I'm not much of a Twitch person. I, I have a Twitch account. I can't even remember why. Uh, but I happened to see that Adam Culp, uh, who does Sunshine PHP, started a, a Twitch channel where he's basically doing live coding. And he's got a, a couple episodes out there right now. And it's it's been interesting. He, he's basically uh, where you are at, Thomas, where always doing work for a company and not having the time set aside to do his own thing. Not yeah. not able to learn new technologies like he would like to, so he decided to start this Twitch stream to be able to test out new technologies and basically share his learning experience with everybody, which I thought was really cool. It's not him trying to show off and show that he knows a topic so much as, hey, I'm going to go learn this and I'm going to share the journey with you. I like so, that idea. Yeah. He, yeah. It's called. I didn't say it. it's called Beach Casts on Twitch. Right, and I think there's a way. Honestly, I think there's a way you can stream to YouTube through Twitch. I need to check that out because I'd be happy. That is doing a that violation well. of terms of service. Are you sure about that? One hundred percent. Oh, I thought you could do that. I, I thought I thought Twitch actually had it set up where if you stream to Twitch. It would automatically publish to your YouTube channel. Nope, they will get very angry at you on YouTube for that. Huh. Okay. Well, maybe we won't be doing that then. <laughs> do we care? Do I mean? Do we care for on Twitch or YouTube? I I don't know. I I don't I don't particularly care. It's... Well, I think we care a little about YouTube because we're broadcasting to it right now. Okay. Well, we'll just stay with YouTube then. I'm yeah. What are you that. saying? Moving forward, do we? Do you really care? And I don't. There's so many like content creators that have ditched YouTube for other services. Not that we're that have a huge audience on yeah. YouTube anyway. Yeah, that's a monetization yeah. issue. I we, we're not yeah. making a, any money. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're, we're not trying to make any money. We don't have um, interstitial ads since, yet. Since we're uh, since we're promoting other other people and other things, uh, I just. Mentioned, I went up to Vancouver this year and visited Sean, and Sean's the the mind behind Lair Chat Slack and Lair Chat Live. Uh, so the Lair Chat Live podcast and there's a Lair Chat dot 
CEO whoa, 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 uh, whoa, whoa. website as well. You, you have not cleared this talking about this through me. Should you really be talking? Not just kidding. Go ahead. Yeah, make sure you clear it with the guest before you talk about it with your co-host. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Sean's a great guy. He, he's been um, in the Laravel community for a long time, and he, he redid Larachat, the Larachat website, Larachat.co. Let me get the URL up there for you. Um, he, re- he redid it with a nice new layout and stuff, but one of the things he did with it is he has a new curated articles list where he curates uh, articles from around the, the web and publishes them through the site. So they don't, it's not like Laravel News where they write their own articles. I mean, I think Laravel News, they don't write all their articles, but they write a good portion of their articles. Uh, this is just Sean going through basically RSS feeds and curating lists and publishing, republishing them. But if you're like me and you're into your stories and, and keeping up on news around PHP, check it out. Um, it's at uh, lairdchat.co slash articles. Um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of articles in here uh, with regards to Laravel, obviously, because you know he's a Laravel guy and it's a Laravel site. But there's also a lot of articles on here about general, just general PHP news and and things like that. So he's really done a really good job at curating this list. It's got to be one of the better ones I've come across. And I have, I have a RSS reader just jam packed with uh, um, uh, RSS feeds, and um, there's a couple couple people out there that do a pretty good job. I think you got PHP. What's the one called PHP Anywhere? I think is is uh, the one guy who who does it. Um, but Sean's doing a great job. If if you're looking for a good place to find articles on PHP in Laravel, check it out. Awesome. Now, is your is your RSS reader full because you don't go back and read the articles like me? I don't even have an yeah. RSS reader anymore because I I. We'll mark stuff or I'll subscribe and then just never read. That's what tabs are for. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I have those too. It's like, oh, look, this is interesting. And 300 tabs later, Chrome crashes. And I lose them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you didn't need them. <laughs> of course I did. I wanted to read them. They were interesting to me. So, Thomas, how is your, how is your life without Facebook? Hmm. Oh, was that not was that not a topic we should have brought up? Hmm. Well, I still use it lasted, Facebook. It lasted ten minutes. He <laughs> he stayed away for ten minutes. It, yeah, it turns out there's three people, not just one, that I keep connected with on Facebook. Right. I, I I'm telling you, this is a real thing. This is what I was explaining. So what do I what do I do about that? This, I'm just stuck now. I just have Facebook and I'm just stuck with it. No, you you yeah. you add them to an SMS group and you just text them directly. No, I don't do but that. Do you... I certainly yeah. don't do that. <laughs> That's interesting. So so that quickly you, you felt that impact, huh? Yeah, See, I, I'm I'm an I'm, I'm an uncaring individual. I I didn't even notice like 
it didn't even dawn on me until I, I I forgot why I went back to Facebook. It might it might have been for an unhappy reason based on the stuff that happened to me, but you know within the last around that time. But something took me back to Facebook, and I realized you know a lot of the information I had been missing out on. So, I mean, I could have been a jerk and just not cared about it and just stay. I I still I'm still really bad at checking Facebook, which I don't think is a problem, but. But I, I understand what you're saying. It's like you're you almost feel like held hostage. Like you know, this is this is really the only only avenue of communication you have for certain people in your life. Yeah, but, and uh, there was a time where I had Twitter and Facebook connected so I could tweet something out, but Facebook changed their API so that Twitter could no longer do that. Oh, really? So, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So now. It's just Facebook is a is a walled garden. You, there's no way of making sure that your communication goes to all platforms or anything like that. It it has to be Facebook specific. Hmm. Uh, it's very annoying. I don't know. I I I search or look through my Facebook feed just to keep tabs on some things, but most of the people that I'm quote unquote friends with share crap that I really don't want to read or makes me not happy. So I don't, I often wonder why I even go back to Facebook. Well, that, that's one of the things I did when I went back to Facebook. I, I really started to curate I, very much like I did with my Twitter feed. I really started to curate my feed and, you know, telling Facebook, I don't want to see these posts anymore. I don't want to see posts from these people anymore on this topic anymore, the yeah. subject anymore. This guy is technically it, it, my it, friend, but he's a total clown. I don't ever want to hear it, from him. Yeah, pretty much. I've tried and, that, and it doesn't seem to work. I still get all the crap, so... Hmm. And the, I can't tell you how often I go to reply to a post, and I'll type out a reply, and then just like, ah, screw it, and just delete it all. Hmm. Yeah, I, and I, I don't engage in real conversation on Facebook unless... It's real late at night. The, right, same here. And one time I did it recently was with my mother who shared in one of her crazy posts. And I was quick to respond, like, just stop this crap. Five seconds of research. And I gave a URL, to, I forget to which site now, but debunking the, the meme she shared as, oh, they took images from six years ago and other pieces from three years ago and they put it together and made up the story and it was late at night so the next day i'm like ah crap i shouldn't have responded to that so i go to look for it and she actually removed the post <laughs> see <laughs> progress well go. she probably did it out of One anger i don't know that she actually took to heart what i said <laughs> she probably still believes the post was real <laughs> yeah i i had a I but she a, removed it. That's what's important. I had a very, very Catholic friend who I occasionally unmute and then have to mute again on Facebook because, oof, uh, talk about poorly informed memes. Uh, it's just <laughs> rampant through the Catholic community, and I don't know why. Why not? Uh, we got an interesting invite uh today or yesterday from facebook asking us to establish a 
Diego Dev workplace on Facebook. We have which one. Which is, I, I, huh? I think we have one on there. No, no, no. We have a company, a company site on, on Facebook. Workplace is actually an internal communication tool for working oh, through really? Facebook. So it's, it's like a CMS tool. What a horrifying uh, for, idea. Yeah. For, 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 for yeah. And, and that's exactly how they're promoting it. They're promoting it to, to do all your project management. And um, I, it says, uh, uh, communicate, collaborate, and connect across desktop, mobile, using familiar features like groups, chat, oh and video Oh, my God. Calls. What a horrifying yeah. idea. I hope you said and, no. And it's, it, oh, no, no. I, 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 I established this. We're okay. We, we got in. We're fine. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah. And, and, I mean, there is a, there is a, there's a, there's the standard version, which is free. And then there's the premium version, which is three dollars a user, and uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, I, I, I like I said, I, I did I did do one for the Diego Dev because I didn't invite any of Diego Dev people to it or anything. I just started just to see what was, yeah, just to see what. Well, I, I really wanted to see what was in there, and uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting move from Facebook and, and not one I had heard of. I, I didn't realize this was something they were doing. I don't know. I don't know how new this is or. Well, data is data, uh, man. What? They, they want. That's it. You're, you're absolutely right, Thomas. That's exactly what it is. I mean, they've, the, the well is running dry on just your regular consumer data, right? They want, you know, they want more data. Did you, speaking of that though, they they seem to be doing stuff like this in the quiet, and then all of a sudden it appears like the Facebook was a portal. And yeah, yeah. All of a sudden I started seeing ads for this. I'm like, I hadn't even heard about this thing. Yeah, well, just wait till they yeah, buy Jira or the GitHub. <laughs> they won't buy GitHub, right? They'd have to buy that from from Microsoft. Yeah, well, I don't think Microsoft is going to sell, sell GitHub. Not not this year. Yeah. But that's terrifying. Ooh. Facebook man, they. I mean, I think the best I can do with the Facebook situation is just don't integrate it into my life in any new way. Try to migrate. Right. Try to migrate That's from it. it, but don't add anything new. Don't start using yeah. the stories and don't start posting video. I... Did, so, did you remove the? Oh, we already talked about that. You can't remove the app. Never mind. Yeah, no, I, I can't on, uninstall the app. It's permanently on my phone. Well, you can not sign control, into it. Can't control the permissions that it has. That's crazy. Mm. Yeah, I might end up rooting my phone, right. so I finally can delete it. Yeah, might need to. Can we can we talk some coding? Yeah, I was gonna, that, should, uh, should we do that? Yeah, I was going to ask if you if either of you had seen my tweet I sent out yesterday. No. Yeah, it's the one time I tweet, so I don't expect anyone to see it. But it actually got. A fair amount of retweets, but we are making the move more and more into event sourcing. So I was out there looking for an expert in the field or somebody that uses it on a day-to-day basis that could give a little bit of consulting time, give us advice on uh, a direction to go. Because we've got a handful of us that are doing a lot of research, and we we have an I I feel I have a decent understanding of the topic but haven't put it into practice yet and want to avoid any pitfalls before going down that road. 
So trying to use consultants for what they're supposed to be used for and their expertise. I definitely feel like it's, and I've shared this with a couple of our developers as well, that it's one of those topics, once we get our head around it, it's going to change the way we code moving forward. It's going to be change the way we tackle problems and projects it's gonna it's gonna it's really gonna alter our perception of development i feel mm-hmm. it, it, and i'm already i'm already feeling that like watching these videos and listening to what they're saying i'm like oh yeah yeah you know why would you not use this this makes so much sense but i'm still i'm still right at that cuff where it's like i feel like i'm understanding i'm understanding the principles and concepts I just don't have my head around the implementation yet. Mm-hmm. And I, I've i been here so many times before, and I just, I know I'm about to get over that hump, and I, I'm really getting anxious to to see what it is that gets me. I, I know what it's going to be. It's going to be me doing some coding and, and actually implementing things and, and getting a feel for it. But, mm-hmm. man, it's... it's I, think, I tell you, it's there. I think we're close. I mean, we we have to do it for this project by the end of Q1, right? Yeah. So Well, yeah. We have to have something delivered by the end of Q1. So, we're waiting we're we're pushing the uh the edge here. We should have probably started down this road a month ago <laughs> trying to find a consultant. Well, so how do you yeah, how do you the... price consultants? Do you just use the same pricing format that you guys have for your own consultants? No, it, it's so one. If you're if you're doing it, uh, you ask them what their rate is, and if it's reasonable, you're gonna pay it because you're only talking an hour or two. You're not. Yeah, he's you, he's just talking about training, Thomas. He's not talking about bringing him on for the whole project, just right. doing some training. Okay, so yeah, like, it's not like a military clear. consultant where you just mm. stay on forever. No, it's a hey, can you come on? Basically a mini conference for our developers. Can you, can you come in, do a, not even a presentation, just start talking to us. Let's have a conversation. Uh, let us tell you what we're trying to accomplish. Uh, and then explain any pitfalls you may have experienced along the way. Give us like an idea of where to start looking for information. It's that type of consultant. Hmm. Couple of, we did it a couple weeks ago with uh, TJ Miller came in and get, talked to us, which was awesome of him. You know, he yeah. gave us gave a couple hours of his time to just discuss a project. And to me, it's worth paying people to give us ideas. You know, there's nobody's an expert in every field. So. Oh, I like it. I am. I'm I'm an expert in everything I do. Yeah, there you go. Video video broadcasting, especially. <laughs> Kill, I'm killing it. Absolutely <laughs> killing it. But I, I have to say, now that we got it going, it it's way better than what we had last week. I feel yes. So I, I'm liking it. You're not I, lagging I, near already... as bad as you were, especially on take one. Right. Yeah, or, and I'm already making some notes of a couple things I want to change, but but yeah, I'm 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 liking it. I'm liking it a lot. Good. So <sighs> yeah, but see, you mentioned that that whole needing a consultant thing, and I I look at the project that I kind of want to do for myself, and 
think, oh yeah, I don't have ten dollars to give to a consultant if I needed help. So <laughs> let's let's watch me grind to a halt on this one while I'm streaming it on Twitch. But, but you're in the best position to do that. That's the thing. It's like you're in the best position to do that because you have a full time job. You're not talking about quitting your job and if this doesn't work, your family's going to go hungry. Why? What do you? What did my about, wife tell you? <laughs> You're talking about putting in a few extra hours at night in hacking away on the weekend and trying to build something from scratch, which is something I love about what we do. I mean, you, you know the people in Discord, Gishu, who's who's in Discord right now. That guy's not a full time developer. You know, he he does he has his full time job, and then he you know he does the grind and pounds away at the keyboard in his free time, and that's I mean that's something that's great about what we do it's it is inspiration you can always do it yeah you know it's this come on the guy can drive a truck for 12 hours a day and, and code you can at the same time code for yeah, that's impressive yeah that's how he does it you can you can code for eight hours a day and then code some more so yes yeah, so it's it's inspirational all the way up until it's depressing uh no, I think I mean really I, I think you're in the best position for that, Thomas. I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't even worry about that. And I mean you're in a position where if you if you don't know the right way of doing something, then you code around it until you figure it out, you know? It's Yeah. Yeah. Although we we're talking about what was that guy's name? Greg Young? Mm-hmm. We watched uh, again, a video he did, a talk he did at PHP, uh, ben- was- uh D- Dublin, Dublin, I think PHP Dublin. Yeah, oh. the the person I want, the person I wanted to hear this just walked away. That kind of is pointless. <laughs> <laughs> that- yeah, no, Tom- Thomas, that's good. Just uh, you're you're fine. We we weren't talking to you or anything. <laughs> yeah, let- let's take him. Take him off screen here. There we go. You fixed it. Oh my god! Here. Let me. I'm, I'm gonna see if I can find it. Uh, see if I can find it here. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid to go, go to history because I don't know. No, don't. Actually, what account is he? He's back. Is he back? This yeah. is the count, anyways. Yeah. So Thomas, as you walked away, I was starting to talk to you. Oh, this is your fault. I had two beers ready, okay, and I was a beer down by the time we started streaming. Wow. Anyway, so we watched a talk given by Greg Young that I really liked, and he's talking about how a lot of the things we do, we add accidental complexity into building that product, where if we knew certain things, we could often save like 99% of the development time by using proper tooling. Mm-hmm. So it does come back to sometimes it's right to hire consultants. Yeah. If, if you, if you're spinning your wheels, I guess is the, the way to say well, that. And my, my other issue though, is that there's a chance that the, the thing I want to develop might conflict with my current employer's business interests. Well, so I have, that's to, an... I have to do that whole asking them if it's okay if I develop something that I want to make on my own or not thing. Well, the, you have the option there of making it 
a product that you guys co-own? I don't know. I, I wouldn't even know how to approach the subject. Yeah. So if you're watching the stream, uh, this is the video that uh, that John was talking about. It's from Dutch PHP, and the the man's name is uh, what did you say? It was, Gre- Sean? Greg Young. Greg Young, yeah, Greg Young. Um, and it's probably one of the best uh, videos on event sourcing, it's explaining what it is and, and how how you do it. Uh, it's a great talk. So if if event sourcing is something that that interests you, we'll we'll toss these. I'll toss this link in the show notes as well. Um, check out this video; it's a really good video. And he's a great talker or presenter too. So it's not a drain to sit through it. You know, you you hear some pre- yeah. presenters, and you're like, "Oh, when will it end?" He's got he's got a good speaking style, which is nice. Yeah. That's from 2016, so that's that's cool. Yeah. Still very relevant. No matter how you look at it. Very, very relevant. So Eric, you brought up talking about coding. Did you have something else since I uh stampeded in there? No, uh, my question uh or wait. Yes. Did I ask my question? No, you asked if we if we wanted to talk coding and then I jumped oh. in with with my tweet. I, I, I was I was curious how, so when we talked to you last, you were warming up more and more to the Laravel framework. I was wondering how how that was going for you. It, it's going well. I mean, I haven't done much since the because of the holidays, but I have my microservice in, up and running, and we're not. it's not technically being used in production, but it's in production. It can be hit. It, it's getting data from a production database. So it's doing all the things it's supposed to do. It's just a matter of now switching the current code base to use that microservice instead of either hitting the database directly or going through some very, very old code. So I don't think we talked about what brought you to Laravel for this microservice because I know I know the, the project you're talking about and the, and the client you're working with, uh, very large legacy app but um no notable framework i mean they they kind of built their own framework but no notable framework uh to speak of was this something that you had to pitch to them or do they just say do whatever you want and you you decide to do this or or was this a direction it's it's a, a few layers there so the code base you're referring to that has no framework runs the entire business and the code is 15 years old and it like it, it has the ideas of a lot of the modern frameworks as far as uh has a front controller has a homegrown router it definitely is legacy we've got some newer developers in there that look at it and like uh what why but it doesn't mean it's bad it's just taking a lot of work and it's improving but anyway that code base is hitting the main database. It's a very large database. Uh, it's the best database. It's got the best fields. Sorry, bad Trump impression. <laughs> <laughs> it interacts with uh, PBX asterisk servers uh, completely separately. And it has its own database that it uses. So 
basically the code I'm replacing is sitting in the middle of these two pieces. You're describing a nightmare I had once. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So the the idea around this middle piece of code was just that. It was basically an API endpoint. The main code base would hit that, get data from the second database. The problem is that code is not in version control. It was written uh, 10, 12 years ago, and not in any sort of framework, not in any sort of object-oriented way, per se. Uh, no front controller. It's just you're hitting a file, passing in a lot of parameters, like question mark A equals and what your action is. So from there, it would then figure out, oh, you want to call this function. So when I first started talking to them, I'm like, we need to get this into version control at a minimum. And if we ever want to upgrade out of PHP 5.3, which is what it's on now, we have no easy way to test it in later versions. So he approached me about, well, let's rewrite it. And if we rewrite it, what are we going to, how are we going to do it? And asked me if I wanted to, to basically just do that, rewrite it into a framework. And if I did, what framework would I choose? I said Laravel because I know a lot of people in that space. If I have questions, I can ask them. And that's how that was born. I got my first question from John this week. John, uh, John asked me funny because we were we were discussing last week how quick to respond and helpful you were, Eric. <laughs> um, so John asked me a very simple question: Is how does he access the server super global in Laravel? While I was on my phone, on the couch, talking to my wife. So it immediately made me look like I had no idea what I was talking about because I couldn't just answer the question off the top of my head. And Don't worry, I figured I, it out. Within, within five minutes or so, I gave him an answer, and then I gave him a couple more explanations as to why that was my answer. And, uh, uh, you know, my, my big thing was that I started with Laravel in the 4.2 Your, your answer was weird. Yeah. I started. But, and that's, that's, what I, that's what I told told john i'm like everything's in the request like just look at the request and see what's in there it's it's gonna it's gonna be in there i think he was looking for you're trying to get the ip address i think at the time right the yeah ip yeah right and and it turns out that's just request arrow ip yeah <laughs> right i mean that's how you that's how you get it well Everything, no not request arrow ip because then that can be overridden by a, a get or a put or a post that's a magic right, you method. Wanna, you want to get to the actual server variable. Right, so you want to say request server IP address. Otherwise, somebody could post IP and mess up your stuff. Right. Fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the nice things about managing requests in Laravel. It's like, there's so much information in the request. It's it's what? nice. It's pretty easy to get to. Why'd you move away from the? I I was honestly didn't read your response. So why'd you move away from DI Fair for enough. the request? <laughs> why why are you, why are you not injecting the request into your controllers? Because all that ended up doing was repeating code for me. Uh, the the request method 
gives you the same thing as a dependency injected request variable. And a dependency injected request variable just adds another parameter to your method definition that's not necessary at all. Nah. I, I yeah I didn't agree with yeah I didn't that's right I didn't agree with your approach. At, I think I was making fun of you for using a facade. At this point, I don't use the facade. First of all, that's what you told John. No, I no, I he said, said he, there's he, reread it. He I says said he there doesn't. is a facade, but I don't use the facade. Mm-hmm. I don't use the di either. I use the app engine. The no the. The request if you look function. Dependency inject all things. Yeah, I mean it's still dependency injection because it's using the app uh, variable that's core to the whole Laravel thing. But I'm using the short version, which is just request open parent close parent. And right. by the time that you get to anywhere in your your user space code, that's already been instantiated and isn't adding any overhead to the code. Whereas adding dependency injection can add overhead to your code, even for something that's already instantiated. And then using the facades but, is just something I got away from from Laravel a year ago or so. Yeah, but you, I guess you just can't then test your controllers without messing with that request object. Where if you're doing DI, you could pass in different values. Yeah, I don't worry about testing as much as I should. And you can mock the request object. So if you... If you just look up mocking for Laravel, then it will show you how to mock an event, mock a request, mock uh, a a mail, all that stuff. Right, but... But doesn't that have to be injected? It doesn't affect the request uh, function that you're talking about, right? No, it does. It does. Because the request function I'm using resolves to the app layer, which uses the dependency injection that's inherent to Laravel. So Hmm. making a a fake request is uh, pretty easy. Interesting. I'll have to check that out. I mean, I have no problem with the DI portion of it either. Right now, I have very little being injected as is, so it doesn't bother me. For me, it's uh, it's whatever makes development easier. It makes it easier to read. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you responding well, to me and giving me an idea of where to go, even though I didn't read it. That's, that's my job. Actually, I did re- I did see your request server PHP version. Uh, uh, it took you 40 minutes to get back to me. In that time, I found what I needed and had 40? it up and running. 40? You sent, you sent the first one at 2.22, then you came back and said, okay, now at, this, now at your computer at 3 o'clock. Okay, 38. I'm sorry, I got my math wrong. All right, yes, <laughs> 38 minutes. We take things a little slower here in Colorado. <laughs> Fun. All right. You guys uh, excited about the death of uh, PHP 7.0 and More. The, the birth of 7.1, 7.2, and 7.3 this year? 
birth this year. Yes. Talking about. Seven one will be dead soon enough too. Five six is end of life. What next week? Uh, two days. Yeah, yeah, yep. By the time yes, by the time that this podcast comes out, five six will be dead. Theoretically, he'll still be running a lot of sites. What are you guys looking forward to for for next year in programming? Didn't we talk about this already? Get missioncontrol.io. No, I mean, I mean, in PHP, in the PHP world, I'm excited for the seven four. Get missioncontrol.io. Fine. What what do you what has you excited about seven four? There've been a bunch. Yeah. No, there's been a bunch. There's been a bunch of stuff. Um, they're talking about the JIT compiler. The, I keep talking about that. Yeah, but that's like uh, approved for seven four now. Yeah, I don't know. We're making we're making a lot of progress on a legacy code base that we have with Docker. I'm getting really excited about that because that's really kind of our our lifeline to get that up to a current version of well, current version of Laravel and the current version of PHP. Uh, this this legacy code base, which is like ten something years old, is one of the code bases that we injected a Laravel application underneath of it, and it's helped us out a lot uh, as far as keeping that that older code base alive and being able to uh, add some modern functionality to it. But we got locked into, um, I think it was Laravel five zero at the time, and you know struggled getting that upgraded, and then. Now to get it up to current Laravel, you have to be at least on PHP seven seven one. So uh, our 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 one developer, Kalen, the guy I was talking about earlier, has been doing a lot of hard work uh, around Docker and has made some tremendous uh, progress with it. So I'm excited about that news. Um, do you do yeah. you think once that's up and running, you're going to want to start doing production deployments via Docker? Yeah, I I, really? I want to. As a matter of fact, the I, my, yeah yeah for sure. This microservice I'm working on is being deployed via Docker. The really? the other project, yeah. the big project that we were just talking about that we have to have delivered uh, a piece of it by the end of Q1 is all Docker. I mean, we we don't even have the whole thing is being developed in the mindset of being deployed with Docker, and it's. It's currently being deployed with Docker uh, in in the alpha state that it's in. Yeah, I, I think Docker is going to be our answer moving forward. Um, not to discount, you know, things like Forge. I mean, I, I, I servers. Not to discount things like servers and computers. <laughs> I mean, they're still running well, I mean, on they're still computers. Needed. Yeah, they still is needed. it. It's the, is sa- it John? it's the same argument. <laughs> No, it's running on a cloud somewhere. It's not a computer. They they've got these uh, clouds that they put them on. Yeah, um, you know, I, yeah. I just uh, I, I'm I'm really really embracing the, the Docker approach for the more advanced web requirements. I didn't say enterprise. I said web advanced. I. <laughs> What's the hesitation from you, Thomas, on this? Are you not a fan, Thomas? 
I'm just a little surprised because it it was one year ago where we had conversations about how running Docker on on a production system seems crazy. No, I never said that. Hold on, uh, I'll, I, I'll pull. I, I, I will pull up the spe- the speech you gave at <laughs> SDPHP. Yeah, no, I, 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 I some people uh, in in the audience brought up security concerns around permissions and the way permissions were being handled, but um, you know, it's the same. It's it's a different variation of the arguments that were out there for virtualization in general. And yeah, you know, there there are security concerns that you have to take into consideration and there well, there are things that you need to do differently. I think not just but, that, but I mean PHP programmers, we were on a main branch, the five branch, for ten years. I think we're slow to adapt when it comes to yeah, new technologies that, and that's speeding be- up. Let's be clear, though, and I've I've stated this before. When you get to advanced implementations, PHP developers have no business handling operations. They just don't. Agreed. And and Docker is is an operations task. So that's I, I agree with you. That's why you don't have developers handling this stuff because you know they will implement it poorly. Uh, you have people who specialize in in system administration and architecture handle it and make sure that they implement it correctly. And this this is coming from somebody who considers himself a PHP developer now. When so. did when did you give yourself that title? <laughs> I, I've seen him go. It's well deserved. He he is a good uh, developer. I like I like giving him a hard time, but at the end of the day, he's good. Oh, you know it's getting late. You know, you know, John's getting tired when he's handing out compliments. Stop I, I it. Yes. it so I don't care. You know, you know, John's official title, Dick of the Show. No, that's... <laughs> I have not once said, "All right, let's wrap it up," except for that one time before we started. Back. I've not once said that this week, except just now. <laughs> I just said it. But... It's still technically, still technically, been six and a half days since I last said it. <laughs> All right, I think that's a that's a good idea, John. I think we're at a good point well, to wrap it up. God, you're leaving me with a million you're, questions you're and and no doom and gloom. All right, question okay, number one. What's your you you can't you can't have a million. You can have three, two, one. Go. <laughs> Amazingly enough, I have hundreds because the big story this year, 2018, is. Data Wait, breaches. Are you doing doom gloom? I am. Oh. I, I thought you said you had a million through. questions. Oh, I thought we were just jumping straight to doom and gloom then. You said you had a million questions. I do, but I'll save them for next week. No, I'm confused. I'm not confused. I just don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's his natural state when he gets confused. He's fleeing. What, what's your doom and gloom? You got one doom and gloom you, you can toss out there. My one, that's only because the listeners love it. My my one doom and gloom for this is the end of the year doom and gloom, the world's biggest data breaches and hacks, and this year being the year of 
data insecurity. Um, we saw Marriott Hotels, Equifax, Facebook, Firebase, Facebook, MyFitnessPal, Twitter, Sky Brazil, Panera Bread, uh, MyHeritage, Imager, uh, Bell, Discuss, Amazon, British Airways, yeah. Dell. Yeah. Thomas, Thomas. But Sorry, but you're just, I got into the zone. I got just, in the zone there. <laughs> you're just saying a bunch of words at this point. We so, get it. There were a lot of uh, data breaches. Uh, basically, if you're an American, basically everybody. If you're an American, your data got stolen and sold on the black market. And I am very interested to see what 2019 brings because we're looking at a Democratic House that is interested in data security, that is not accepting Mark Zuckerberg's answers to questions that he gave to Congress. And people who are up in arms about both the destruction of net neutrality and then the increasing insecurity of the global web. Um, and as developers, our interest is in, in both a free and open internet, but also in a secure internet, and those two things are fundamentally incompatible. Given what American politics has done in the past, which is the wrong thing for the wrong problem, I'm curious to see how this fleshes out in the coming year, because the fact that my all my Equifax data got stolen and sold to the highest bidder is kind of a dark undertone that is not spoken about as much as it should be. Yeah, I think yeah. we definitely need to redo the, the whole... Uh, what am I trying to even say? The... Equifax, the whole credit thing around us as a person around these nine silly digits. Right. If you have your social security card, um, for the three of us, our social security card will say on it, not for use as identification. Uh, but for your children, it will not say that because it became so ubiquitous in the identification industries that the American government just threw up its hands and said, well, I guess never mind. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was never designed to be a secure system. And then it started to get relied upon as a secured system. And now it's been completely compromised and functions even less as a secure system than it used to in the first place. So I, I'm, I'm yeah. curious. I, right. My big wait, interest wait this year is the law. I want to see how the law changes. Bring it down. I can bring it back up again. No, I, I can't. I don't. I can't. I don't. I, have. I'm terrified what that nope. means to you. There's nothing. There's no. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll bring it up again. I, I I do want to take a moment and thank uh, all the people who have been sponsoring us on Patreon, or our patrons. Our, uh, I got them on patrons. screen now. We patrons. Patrons. All right, patrons. The people sponsoring us on Patreon. Uh, I have up on the screen now and appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, I'm still working on getting out all your uh, your levels, um, all the all the stuff John promised you, or maybe it was me. I forget. I was really intoxicated that night, but 
uh, we're we're gonna we're ordering the lanyards. Uh, we we got the get mission control IO lanyards in, so we'll get those out to you guys shortly. John made big promises. I promise you. I apologize for him. No, I, he's I, a jerk. I I tend to do that. I no, he does. I I overpromise, underdeliver constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Diego Dev. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's it. I think we should wrap it up. I, I'm I'm actually very happy we got through the epi- the episode. I, I mean, are, once are everything got running, huh? Is there? Are we gonna make it through the way you were ending there? I thought you were gonna like just somehow stop it. Yeah, <laughs> clutch his shoulder. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no can't do that. Don't want to freak John out. Yeah, but our, right. our hits would uh, go through the roof. We'd be on the news. <laughs> a podcast right, host that's it. Heart Attack Live on the episode one thirty four is a wrap. I'm Eric Van Johnson. I'm John Gongdon. I'm Tom Rideout. Keep it Keep ugly. Keep it ugly. <laughs> Keep it ugly. <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode of PHP Ugly, and thanks to our sponsors, the Diego Dev Group. If you're looking for developers who care about the code they create, the communities they build, and the solutions they implement, then reach out to the Diego Dev Group. You can find the Diego Dev Group at www.diegodev.com. That's www.diegodev.com. Show notes and RSS feeds can be found at www.phpugly.com. Follow PHP Ugly on Twitter at phpugly or join us in our Discord channel. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or in your favorite podcast listener. A rating of five stars is always appreciated. Until next time, keep it ugly.